Um, I got a message also on Facebook uh, saying that I might have this this guy's favorite on the podcast because I don't talk that much. <laughs> I mean, there's more to it than that, but but that was it was. That was the gist. I mean, it was. I don't talk that much, uh, but when I do, it's usually a pretty solid zinger. I think you talk a fair amount. Is he confusing the episodes you're not on as you just being really quiet? Oh yeah, but he's like he's like you know what he didn't have anything that time, but he was there. <laughs> As didn't have a lot to say about that movie. But I respect it. Yeah. yeah. Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about educational cartoons. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. <laughs> we always have been, Ezra. We always will be. Yeah, no, I, I know. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. I have an excellent panel with me today, uh, all remote, but all excellent. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. As as Ezra Fox, Fox, Fox. Ezra, 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 Fox. Fox. It works for anything, guys. <laughs> I mean, Best theme song ever. Not also great, sick. but works okay with everything. It's like a it six It works with the same for everything. Yeah. Uh, also joining us, she's at KT Nuggin on Twitter. Which sounds like Katie Nuggan if you pronounce it out loud. It's Katie Wynn. Hello. Uh, which song would you like to make your name? None. Those were my least favorite part of this whole. All thing. of the songs. Wait, the letter song. All the songs are too long. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Too long. All right. Strong opinion. We'll loop back to oh, this. I know what I'm going to be talking about all this whole time. And our... <laughs> I'll be fighting. I mean, yeah. you're, you're also going to fight with everybody on Facebook. It seems like just a guess. Also joining us uh, with, it sounds like, the most kids in the background. He's at Tyler Bow on Twitter, B-O-E-H, in Portland, Oregon. It's Mr. Tyler Bow. Bo, 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 it's Bo! Uh, <laughs> everybody, yeah. everybody, Bo! I, I do have two kids, so in preparation for this episode, I'm really committed to my podcasting. So I had, uh, I knew we were going to be doing this. I My wife and I uh, decided to have a couple kids to get ready for it. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I told you about this a while ago. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, uh, sorry to spring this on you guys, Ezra, Katie, but uh, <laughs> I knew a while back. So hey. I spent a couple of years watching every episode of Bubble Guppies probably two or three times over <laughs> we uh, had you were last on in 2013 and it was about that time we were like listen if you want to come back you better watch bubble guppies yeah. with kids of your own and so that's when you jo- to work. jumped in i think this is this the longest drought on the show you've been it's been 200 episodes uh yeah that's uh, i don't know why i haven't been back I yeah, know. I guess that's on me. I'm still embarrassed for you, though. I don't know why. Uh, this is episode... Uh, it's, not, it's not how embarrassing it should work, Alex. I know. Uh, All right. <laughs> this is episode number 396 of this show. Uh, we've now done as many episodes as the number of people in Kimba, which is a South Australian town, uh, who voted to build a radioactive waste storage in their town because uh, they needed a new business. Ooh, is that a good way to have a business? Uh, apparently, if... It, the only things they have is a little bit of wheat farming and a very tall statue of a bird. Those are the things they're and, known for. And now, like, a radioactive bird statue. Slash right? radioactive wheat. Yeah, so they got a lot of... Yeah. It's it's like when you get a really good pair of pants and a couple of good shirts, you have multiple options. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what they do in France from what I hear. Yeah, they do. So they... But now you can do radioactive plus bird. Radioactive yeah, yeah. Plus it makes everything wheat. look good. Yeah. It does, yeah. 
So it, it won by 396 to 294 in Kimba. It won. Yes, it won. There's there's very few people there. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did I did bury that lead then. Yeah, they did. It won. So thanks for taking one for the team, Kimba, on behalf That's of Earth. That's democracy for you. Yeah. Uh, you got to figure when there's only 500 people voting that uh, the 200 people are going to be like, you're going to still bump into them in the grocery store. It's going to be really awkward. Sorry, I built a waste dump against your wishes. Yeah, but yeah. now they all have superpowers. Oh, I guess so, that's true. So the plus side. Yeah. Or they get to meet Captain Planet, depending on how it all works out. <laughs> uh, speaking of people uh, who live down under and like proper disposal of waste, this week we're talking about the Nick Jr. show Bubble Guppies. See, there's two different meanings of down under. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, bubble guppies. Okay, so here's how this works. So why we're doing this is because uh, there's some people who I check in as sort of like a barometer of what's cool. And one of those people is Ezra's son, Caleb. So <laughs> I was like, Ez, what's Caleb up to these days? And he sent me a list. And then Tyler, as you already know, had been preparing for this for a long time, but it just so happened this is the only show that Tyler's kids are watching and Ezra's kids are watching at the same time. So I got two lists. This is the intersection. That was a cool list for the record. What, uh, what else you. was on your list, Ezra? Uh, oh, I, I mean, I could. We're going to talk share. about that later. We're going to have a whole segment about that. So, well, okay. that's, let's. Ooh, that's the teaser. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> okay, I won't get ahead of us. <laughs> I know you're thinking. I was about to turn this off. Listen to a different podcast. I want to see what 99% Invisible is talking about this week. But then you heard that teaser for what else Caleb is listening to, watching, and you know Caleb, pretty cool. So. You're gonna want is this to why I in. haven't been asked back in uh, like uh, so many episodes? You're no. like, hey, let me host. Let me do my hosted thing. You were, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're always trying to get ahead, and also I needed you to make kids, so you were very oh. busy. <laughs> also, for the 99% invisible thing, is it like one out of every 100 listeners just like, oh, I've seen that already, right? <laughs> I, you know, it's a show that's largely lacking that kind of sense of humor. You should get in touch. Okay, yeah. Uh, also, I, this started actually. I I messaged you, Tyler, and I was like, "How old are your kids?" No, no, it's for a podcast. No, wait, what are they watching? I don't want to watch it with them. It was just the most awkward <laughs> series of texts I've ever sent somebody. Shouldn't text someone, Alex. That's how you know that you're messing up. You're texting someone. I guess so. How did did you did you get them all at once, or did you see the creepy one first? Uh, they kind of came in a string, and I don't know if you remember. I was I was painting. I was on a ladder when yeah. you were texting me. Oh. And then Dangerous. I was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. And then I uh, I was at the top of a 16-foot ladder, and I dripped uh, paint in directly into my eyeball. Like oh. a glop of paint just bloop in my eye. It feels like you're blaming uh, me for this, and I don't feel that responsible. I wasn't texting while painting. <laughs> I, I The phone was back in my pocket at the time. Okay. But I just want to let you know that in between those two texts, if there was a little lag time, it was because... Blinded. Yeah, I was watching my life flash before one of my eyes because the other one was full of paint yeah. and I nearly fell off of a ladder. Oh, well, are you sure? I mean, Tyler, I don't want to you know, be presumptuous, but was one of your, was, was your life just full of paint and the other one was also accurate? <laughs> you saw your paint flash before your eyes? Yes, exactly. Your whole life yeah. was just paint. If you die yeah. on a ladder painting, I think the thing that flashes in front of your eyes is all the times you weren't painting, not like, uh, man, remember all that great time I had painting? Well, well, we'll we'll check back. Well, we will. Uh, So, 
if you guys want to force us to watch something that your kids think is cool, you can become a Meat Buddy. Go to readdeskweep.com slash Meat Buddies. And for even a very small donation, even just a dollar a month, uh, you'll get to vote in our Meat Buddies online marketplace. That sounds weirder. Um, it's a meat market online. And uh, sp- speaking of which, uh, coming up next month, you guys know what next month is, right? Uh, is it a pun month? No. Oh, I get no. I, maybe I can work on one. It's July, but it's also. <laughs> I overthought it. That was my bad. <laughs> it's also revisit month. So because we're getting, we're coming up on our four hundredth episode, and we're just crossing through our eighth year of doing the show. We are going to do a month of going back and taking a second look at a couple of topics. And so the Meat Buddies are currently in there voting in their system, and they're picking out the things that we need to watch again or read again. So if you're a Meat Buddy, get in there and vote. You know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, email me for some for whatever reason. But if you uh, do know, get in there and vote. And then if you want to vote, become a Meat Buddy. All right. Now, let me walk you guys through the, the show. For those of people at home who have not seen Bubble Guppies, Katie, I'm assuming you have not seen Bubble Guppies before this assignment. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before. I I did not know you as well four years ago, so I wasn't comfortable at that point demanding that you have children. So but, that's why it didn't that's why it didn't happen. That's why I didn't ha- it didn't happen. But get you, I'll think of what you have to watch in four years, and I'll let you know, and then go make whatever's necessary. Oh, what if I? Oh, is there like a is there a movie or a TV show for dogs? I know people joke about that, but is there actually somebody releasing dog based television? Oh, I'm sure. Katie, I demand you get a dog, and then in a year we're going to watch dog TV together. I can do that. Perfect. Uh, All right. So for those of you at home who have not sat through Bubble Guppies, I was able to see through the bright colors into the Matrix code, and I have figured out the formula of the show, and so I'm going to walk you guys through it. I got a little help from Wikipedia. (laughs) So, well, first, actually, this is the great sentence from uh, Wikipedia to start us off. The Guppies are a group of merchildren who live in the fictional underwater city of Bubble Tucky. I mean, they say it's fictional, but... <laughs> I mean... We don't. Yeah, you can't prove that doesn't exist. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. Science I even way. think, like, it's more likely to be real... Like, I got a real that dust protest too much sound from that sentence. <laughs> that you felt like debunking the mer-children's underwater town of Bubble Tucky. Yeah, I'm with, pretty sure it's real. Where there's a fish teacher, and there's also underwater squirrels. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions I always have about what what's allowed to be underwater, what's not. I mean, I think it's uh, everything and nothing, right? He, well, because he has goggles, like one of the guys, like the nerdy kid has goggles, right? But like, those, I'll, I assume those prescription glasses. I assume those are prescription goggles because he's a nerd, right? But like, okay, yeah. but like those they're they're water themed for sure, right? Like they're water based things. But like on the other hand, they have like electricity, and like no one is dead. Yeah, they have electricity. That is a big one for me. Of yeah. my like things that I don't understand about it, but uh, let me walk you guys through the format. So here's the show. So there, there are these mer people, the the possibly fictionalized, maybe at least exaggerated Bubble Tucky. Here's what happens on the show. Let me show you the real Bubble Tucky, Alex. It's not pretty. <laughs> oh yeah, they go through a secret panel in a wall. That's where the real shit happens. All right, so All right. Molly tries to intro the show, and Gil fucks it up somewhere. Hi, it's me, Molly, and it's time for. It's time for... Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What's it say? It says... 
It's time for Bubble Guppy! Then they sing the theme song, which explains the names of each of the characters, the best of which is Bubble Puppy. Then something happens to one of the guppies on the way to school. They meet a squirrel or a dog or one of them gets in a catastrophic accident that hospitalizes him. The guppies then discuss the, the topic inspired by that chance encounter with their teacher, Mr. Grouper, who is inexplicably a fish and has the patience of a fucking saint. Mr. Grouper, Mr. Grouper. What is it, Una? Is everything okay? Avi fell off his tricycle. Oh, oh no. no. Is he all right? I don't know. The clambulance took him to the hospital because he hurt his tail. The doctor at the hospital is probably going to take an x-ray. An x-ray? What's that? Uh, well, or the patients of a fish. We don't know yeah, what they're like for patients. I mean, they're not known for patients, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but a saintly fish? Anyway, yeah. so oh, he, yeah. he explains. He's very patient. He plays games with them. He explains them. Then one of them sings a heavily auto-tuned song about it that Katie might argue is too long. Mm-hmm. Everybody has bones inside of them. If I didn't have bones, I couldn't jump, run, swim, sit, or stand. My arm wouldn't have an elbow to bend. If I didn't have my bones, knuckles and ankles and knees are all joints, and the bones in my fingers help me to point. Got a bunch of bones inside me. Then we go to the commerce segment, where one of the guppies opens a store or a hospital or a real estate office for squirrels. The last customer in that business is Mr. Grouper again, who, even though he knows the answer, asks the question, what time is it? Excuse me, doctor. What time is it? That's true. He does know. It is always times for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's never been something else, to my knowledge. Like game time or time to get ill? <laughs> yeah. Game time. Huh. It's never been that. Uh, it's never been time for mummies. It's yeah. N- it's never been brunch. It's always lunch. Uh, and thus begins the second best song in the show, the Time for Lunch song. It's time for lunch! What time is it? It's time for lunch! What time is it? It's time for lunch! What time is it? It's time for lunch! It's lunch time! for lunch! Then, the three guppies discuss what makes their make-believe parents, or what their make-believe parents packed for lunch. Do we meet the parents as in Ty? Do we ever see their parents? Oh, not in my knowledge, but... No. I the, don't think they're real. Well, I thought it it, it was uh, a bold move in the season opener to uh, introduce uh, Avi and uh, the, the, his mom. But then but then we never see this character again. Oh. He's sort of the, the lead of the uh, of the first episode of season one, and then but he, he ends up being sort of that chance encounter character. Oh, man, I don't remember that. It's been six he episodes his, ago. He breaks his tail. Yeah, I remember that. Did we br- see him make it out of that hospital alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why we never saw him again. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I remember the tail breaking. I remember being kind of shocked because originally he has a very minor tricycle accident. Yeah. And they take him to the hospital, and I was like, maybe an abundance of caution here, you guys. 
And then yeah, I don't think it's very smart to be teaching kids that every single time they have an accident, they need to call an ambulance. Especially a lot of parents. Well, it's, well, it's, it's a clamulance. Uh, yeah, in their uh, defense. My apologies. <laughs> but it, then it turned out he had he or uh, she had a he whoever it was had a uh, a, a tail fracture, which I would assume is very dangerous. Like, yeah, that's like, like equivalent horses? to a spinal fracture. Yeah, right? that's a spinal fracture. You have to be in a full body cast, and also you're going to sink to the bottom and drown, or well, in this case, not. I mean, do they? Do, so yeah, is can we get into like how do they breathe? You know, because yeah. there are some bubbles, but like, is it just like, is it like oxygenated, uh, like water, or oh. is it like they have to come up? You know, like what, like how how do they do it? Like yeah. like, yeah. Anyone? I know? think they have gills that we can't see. Which is part of my other theory is how the skin is not destroyed by the salt water. So I assume they are excreting a thick, vis- viscous oil. I Only Alex would watch this and think of how beautiful the children's skin still looks. That's not what I said. Despite the salt water exposure. <laughs> I didn't say beautiful. Well, I now know the theme of the show. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of sort of uh, inconsistencies in the physics of the world of Bubble Tucky. Yes. Like yeah. you brought up electricity. Sometimes things float because uh, we're assuming everything's underwater, but sometimes things float and then sometimes they don't. Uh, gravity seems to hold uh, constant, like they're throwing balls and stuff like that. Yeah, they do it, throw it's balls. Weird. Ooh, it's another weird. one, clothes. Like, oh, some yeah. people, like some of the animals wear clothes, some of them don't. Like it's really... Well, yeah, like... they're, driving, they're driving cars underwater. It's... it's <laughs> Well, and actually, so clothes reminds me because some of the some of the girls are wearing mm-hmm. one piece, and some of them are bikini, but it's their tail. So, like, some of them have a two piece tail, and then just skin in the middle, which is real. Yeah, gross. Una Una is like maybe intersex or something like that because her tail oh. comes up to her shoulders. Yeah, but Molly and Dima have it up to their waist, and then must have a chest of some sort because they wear little tube tops. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, as as yep. Wikipedia put it, Una is the only female bubble guppy whose tail is attached to her top, uh, which is a, a I guess a generous assumption that she's just wearing skin as her top. Oh. Are we all? Well, let me. I guess. Oh, no, good point. Touche, touche. <laughs> anyway, so uh, just to finish up, so it's time for lunch. They 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 talk about their parents, who they assume exists. We've never seen proof. Um, and then the third one always gets a real shitty sandwich. Um. Or dish. So instead of mac and cheese, like everyone else, he might have mac and trees. Which yeah. We assume... Well, I mean, it could. Be, it's just a, it's a pun. Sometimes it's not really edible, but it's usually a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, there are jokes. I guess I should mention that. <laughs> there are some jokes. There are some jokes. Uh, I assumed mac and trees was like a hash oil instead of. Uh... Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, so then they go back to class for a bit. They draw something bad. Mister Grouper uh, then sings the best song of the episode. The, yeah. Uh, it's time to line up to go outside song. Definitely the best song. Line up, everybody. It's time to go outside. Outside. Come outside. On. Outside, everybody. Outside. Line up, everybody. Line up, line up, line up. My gup, 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 gup. Everybody get out. Get, get, get out. Get out. Get everybody go outside. Right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody line up. Here we go outside. Everybody let's go. Go, go, go. Get out, 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 outside. Bobby Guppy. And the one that I will... I mean, I'm going to sing the lunch song, too, but I'm going to sing Going Outside for the rest of my life when I leave my apartment, I think. Yeah. You will. (laughs) I feel it happening. 
Uh, and then they go outside. They enact some kind of story where they're either pirates or tree people or something. And then they stretch the show for seven more minutes just so the episode is legally allowed to be on TV. It does feel uh, like there's they're really, at the end, it starts to drag a little. That was my impression. So I kind of lose track of the formula. But something happens. It's a lot of segments for a short show. Yeah, it does. If we, if we want to further break down the the uh, the little vignette that they act out, that has a formula too. There's always a a you know bad guy, whether it's like a big gorilla or like some kind of uh, sphinx or something that they think is evil. He's trying to get them. Uh, and then at the end, they always burst into tears. Uh, and he says, I wasn't trying to get you. I just wanted to be your friend. It's a lot then, of grumpy things that secretly want to be loved. That's a major yes. theme. That's that's yeah. the world, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes grumpy people seem like they want me to actually leave them alone. <laughs> nah, you just didn't find like you didn't put their face on a pizza. That's the that's why you didn't do right. Okay, so uh, I we've 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 generally wandered into some dangerous territory for this early in the show because we like to start and end every show with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich, uh, and that way it seems like fair and legitimate criticism, even if we don't like something. So before we say anything else about the, about this show. Ezra, I would like to hear your major compliment. There's, uh, I mean, aside from the songs being so catchy, uh, I think one of the best things about this is, so I, I, from now on, I only want to do shows that I can watch like with my son because I get to cheat off of him for notes for like compliments. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So I asked him like, who is your favorite bubble guppy? He said, Molly, because she says the, um, uh, it's time for. Yeah. He likes like, that, that intro. Was, that was yeah. So the intro, like she, she always gets cut off, but like it's like the it's time for. So that's why he likes Molly, uh, and I like uh, yeah. So from now on, either we can only do stuff that Caleb will watch, or we have to make him watch everything we do. I was gonna say he's gonna have a lot of fun when we have to rewatch the Star Trek porn parody next month. Uh, that would be so confusing because he doesn't have <laughs> any reference about uh, Next Generation. He only knows Deep Space Nine, so like he will have no idea. What <laughs> Yeah, that is exactly what I was expecting you to say. Uh, well, I would enjoy having him uh, contribute whenever possible, so keep it coming. I do think also it's good for him that he likes the Molly for saying it's time for, instead of Gil, for always screwing it up. Yeah. Just let her get Gil's it out. Yeah. Ugh. All right, Tyler, I'm going to have you go next, so I'm going to make you say one nice thing about this show. Well, first of all, you don't think Gil knows what he's doing. He, he's, I'm starting he's, to he's suspect. Playing the, he's playing the fool so that they can have a fun cold open like <laughs> SNL. You know what I mean? It's like every show starts with that cold open. You're like, ah, Gil. Ah, Gil. But stop auditioning for the next show. Focus on the show you're on, Gil. Um, well, I mean, as a parent, you, you inevitably will probably end up watching a bunch of child programming uh, if you allow your kids screen time or whatever. Yeah. And I, I, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just a lot, just like more thoughtless and just like basic. I mean, some of the stuff too, I mean, I don't want to, this is a co the compliment section, so I don't want to throw any other shows under the bus, but I, I enjoy the show. I, I feel like the music's fun. The lyrics are uh, well thought out. I enjoy a good pun. There's lots of puns, the little Constantly. jokes. They kinda, um, you know they're trying, and there's 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 little jokes here and there that I, I feel like they're throwing to adults because uh, sure. there's some that I don't think maybe kids would necessarily get, but uh, I don't know. My my kids like it. It's it's educational. It's but I mean it, like anything. It's like it's for kids. So 
uh, if you watch a bunch of it, eventually you're like, uh, you know, you start seeing through some of the... I'm surprised, uh, having watched just a couple hours in the last week, I am surprised that I how little I hate it so far. Like, I feel like, I'm sure if I watched as many as you guys have, I would hate it a lot more, but generally speaking, this felt easier. I don't know. I was expecting a harder time. No, I think they do a good job. I think it's fun. Like, like I said, there's a few kids shows that, you know, like, I'm like, oh, let's check this out. And like, I'm an episode in with my son and I'm like, no, well, I'm not watching this. I can't do this. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to transition for that. So my, one of my compliments for the show is, uh, even though it's educational, it has modest educational goals. So like I've watched some Daniel Tiger with my nephew and it's trying to teach this deep emotional intelligence and a lot about managing your feelings. But Bubble Guppies aims a little lower. If you can tell the difference between a basketball and a bowling ball, that's good for 23 minutes for them. They yeah, are, that's a win. Put your hands out to catch a ball. The end. We just did an episode on balls and never <laughs> once succumbed to the obvious puns. So, I mean, props for like there, setting there's an an Elmo's world goal and that an doesn't end. have the same, uh, doesn't succeed in the same way for the record. Oh, really? Did, well, did you not? Did you not watch the one on string theory? Or <laughs> <laughs> is that also? A, is that like tetherball? Is that also ball related? <laughs> Uh, it's, about yeah. strings. it's about strings. Is it called string theory? That's funny. I'm just joking. Oh, well, at first I thought it was a joke, and then I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe it's a double joke, and it really is an episode called String Theory, but it's about string. Yeah, it's about uh, violins, basses, cellos, and such. Yeah, all those great things are strings. Yeah. Jeez. Well, the show's co-written by Rodney Stringfellow, so it feels like he might try to work string into it. That's that's. I always want to have everything about foxes. You do? <laughs> so. Uh... Uh, so good job uh, meeting your goals, uh, Katie. Now I need a major compliment from you. Um, so one thing about this they, that they did very typically is that they had like you know like different races and different colors to represent you know like ethnic and racial diversity. But I was kind of impressed by the fact that they seem to also include diversity with regards to kids being neuro neuroatypical. So like. Nani seems to maybe represent the kid who's on the spectrum, who has ASD, because he's got a kind of a flat affect, and his mouth is always a little O. He's always yeah. like, and he's always saying very logical answers to questions. Um, and I would say Gil in the beginning, he's maybe a kid who has like ADHD or something like that, who like can't focus on one thing and is always distracting other kids. Only in the show, it's an asset, and he's, you know, he uses it to present the next theme. Um, so I was actually kind of impressed that they included things that a lot of kids are dealing with that... Um, that make them feel different, that aren't, you know, the color of their hair, their eyes, or their skin. I am, uh, it's interesting to hear you say that. I wasn't, I didn't get any of that while I was watching it, but somebody on Facebook mentioned that they thought Nani might be on the spectrum. Uh, Joan mentioned that. Um, and he said, he said that, uh, uh, Joan said that his son's favorite character was Nani, uh, because he never smiled. Yeah. He doesn't. He's got like no emotion whatsoever. That's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, it's good, good representation. Uh, man, that's it's and they didn't make a big deal out of it in any of the episodes I watched. It wasn't like there was a, which I think is that's the thing is it feels like modest as opposed to like we're gonna do a big episode on on Nani and why Nani doesn't smile, which is what Sesame Street would do. But this episode was this this show is more like we have a lot to communicate about what does and does not live in trees, so we'll get to that other <laughs> stuff later. <laughs> Yeah, priorities, Alex. <laughs> but the, it's really important that you know birds, top of the tree, bunnies, bottom of the tree. We'll we'll come back to this. Don't worry about it if you're not catching on. We got some review later. 
I I want your feels dump, Katie. I want your general overarching feeling about the show. Then, so you you have an educational background, although uh, you you do not have as much time in the trenches with kids. But what's your uh, what's what was your gut to this show? In terms of its educational value. In terms of whether you liked it or not, and that could include a lot of those factors, but definitely educational value is part of it. I think it's pretty decent. I mean, I do think it, it teaches like the practical stuff, you know, like what to do in an emergency, like not what not to be scared of. Um, Things like that. I don't. I've watched quite a fair number of children's shows. Not a lot have been at the preschool level. Um, so what's, this is actually kind of your preferred to level me. to watch of te- television. I don't know. Whatever. Like, do you watch TV at a second grade level? Yeah, maybe like yeah, maybe like uh, mid elementary that kind of thing. This is okay. this is considered early childhood education. Yeah, so yeah. this is a little more basic. Um, overall, I thought it was. I do like that it has songs. I think the songs are helpful. Um, they're just too long, except for the outside one. I love the outside song. Right, I we'll feel like those are almost more stingers. It. The outside and the lunch song are just more like little riffs and not not whole songs, which I love about them. Well, their songs, each of them have multiple hooks. Maybe that's what I don't like. I would like one one catchy, powerful hook uh, well, Let's song. talk about the songs, because a lot of people on Facebook said they hate the show, but the songs are pretty catchy. And I... I want to talk more about why people might hate it, but about the songs, because the thing that I don't like about the main songs is they sound weird. Like the auto tune, like the choice of production for the songs is weird. <laughs> Overproduced. Yeah. And why? Like inexplicable, the production of the songs. They sound like the, the kids' voices sound like if I were a kid and I wanted to sound produced and famous, I would sound like that. Yeah. So, like, I mean, not. Like, if you paid $100 for a music video at the mall, this is what the vocal track would sound like. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's annoying. What is what is with that? What, what are, I guess, uh, gentlemen, what are some, in terms of songs in other shows, how does this compare for songs, production, and writing? Uh, uh, the only other songs I can think of consistently, uh, maybe Ty, you, you also have been listening to this, but like the new Sesame Street, like, um, counting song and, uh, like the letter of the day and the number of the day. Mm-hmm. Those are some dope songs. Spotify. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched a lot of the new Sesame Street, but I, I will sort of, uh, touch on what Katie said about this is pretty, like, this is, I think, aimed at really young kids. And it's so, like, it, you're talking about modest goals. It's, yeah, I mean, it's colors, it's shapes, yep. it's really basic stuff. But, yeah, and and same thing, Daniel Tiger's, like, uh, that, they're trying to, they're trying to come from a whole different angle. But the music on Daniel Tiger, I think the songs on that are awful. I I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna really come back to this because I've watched writing. a lot of other shows at this age level, but I hated Daniel Tiger. So most of this is out of my hatred of Daniel Tiger. Yeah. And if both of your kids watch Daniel Tiger, we'd be talking about that instead. So I just wanted yeah. to talk about how much I hate Daniel Tiger. I, I tricked you guys into watching Bubble Guppies so that I could do that. No, but the 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 format of the show, like uh, it, it is really segmented. So when they cut to a song, it does. It's like all of a sudden it's this music video. They have dance moves, like choreography. Uh, but, like, you know, I don't know. Like, the kids get up. They, like, like do the moves and uh, oh, oh. Da- dance. Oh, yeah, my kids sometimes. don't get up. My, my son doesn't get up usually. That was what I was – that was he my – I should. I was going to ask that. Do, do your kids oh, get yeah. up and dance, and do they answer the screen when the screen asks questions? Uh, sometimes and sometimes. Sometimes. 
Sometimes, sometimes I, and never. Hey, <laughs> sometimes I will get up and dance. Yeah, yeah. They got some moves, man. Uh, uh, I like the music. I like the production, and I'm I'm big on lyrics. And I think the lyrics a lot of times are really really clever. Yeah. It's not like you know, I don't know. I'm not gonna burst in a song now, but I think they do a good job. They put some effort in. I was wondering about those questions because like uh, my wife and I were watching this together over dinner. We would yell answers, uh, mostly wrong because we think we're hilarious. Um, you, you, you crackers. <laughs> yeah, we we're rascals, and so we would say there was a pineapple when it was clearly bananas. But uh, <laughs> wild, who do that? No, it's very funny. Um, but uh, I. Uh, when I would, when I've seen my nephew watching Daniel Tiger, every time they ask a question, he could give a shit. Yeah. And so I was, just, I was wondering if that was common or if they was really getting because these guys, no fourth wall in Bubble Tucky, it is all to camera all the time. Yeah. That's a genre. Yeah. It's the interactive, supposedly interactive media. Yeah. But... Well, I think I think they wait an appropriate amount of time though when they ask a question. It's not it too seems... long. Yeah, I uh, I didn't watch a ton of it, but I do remember Blue's Clues. Yeah. They would yeah. ask a question, and it'd be like, it'd be like a you know you could go to the bathroom and come yeah. back, and they'd still be waiting for you to go. What you know? What does yellow and and uh, what does yellow and red make? Mm-hmm. Orange. Like you're like all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did notice that. I was like, this is a good amount of time. I'm not bored waiting for the answer. Uh, and it also, like, if I were to say it, it would feel like I'd answered them fast enough. Yeah. Although this I... This genre always makes me wonder, though, because there's got to be a kid who answers every single time and is wrong every right. single time. Right, and then and they're like, you're right. Because yeah, they never... just like, those goddamn fish are always <laughs> showing me up. Yeah, those fish are weird, though. Like, why do they just show up just, like, just as, like, props, basically, right? Like, what's their internal life like? Well, they're never wrong, so maybe they're genius fish. Maybe, wait, maybe... When you die, if you're smart enough, you become a fish. So these are trapped human geniuses in these fish, and this is their only outlet to exercise their... I mean, I've heard worse theories. Are, are they naked, though, or not? Like <laughs> The fish? Yeah. Oh, no. Are you saying that Mr. Grouper is also naked? Well, he's not clothed, oh. right? We can all agree that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just... Like, is it nakedness? Because, like, here's the thing. They're... It's fun they're naked, but there are some crabs that wear clothes, and I don't know why. Yeah. And the clam is naked. So oh. I'm just trying to figure it out, guys. It could be that if it's a convenient shape for to put clothes on. I mean, is that enough? Like, is that enough for society where it's like, sorry, guys, I'm not a convenient shape for clothes. That's why I'm not wearing any clothes today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's not easy to drag and drop clothes onto this form. Uh, yeah. Drew had a concern I mean, about Mr. Grouper. Also, Drew on Facebook asked us, like, what his story is teaching these like spoiled mer kids like is he indentured to them in some way like do they eat him if he doesn't continue to teach their children like why is this <laughs> fish how, hanging out in people all school? teaching relationships work alex <laughs> well oh so you're just saying he's just a, a salaried employee of yeah, the murtucky general if, if he doesn't teach them well enough that's like all teachers that's 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 uh what, what the deal was was uh tom davis and professor him that's uh, that was that was it those are our yeah. professors from college katie do you get eaten if you don't do a good enough job yeah, I mean, that's a social contract, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's where we signed up. I thought the unions were very strong. Well, they are, until, you know, 
You lose your collective bargaining rights. Yeah, and also and- the barbecue sauce <laughs> lobby is even stronger. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, well, let's talk about the water now, so a little bit more, because Peta mentioned this too. That nothing makes sense out of water. Uh, they have electricity. They also have fires, which is not yeah. great. Um, I mean, well, uh, I I know you can have like those flares, though, right? Yeah, those oh, flares yeah. work underwater. Yeah, like the abyss. Yeah, I the paper though also is concerned to me. Um. Yeah. I guess just why? Like, why is it underwater if it's not underwater? What's the help of them? Is it just you don't have to animate walk cycles? Is it just much easier? I, I had that thought, actually, that was like, this is way easier for them. I bet it is, actually. <laughs> also, do you notice they just, like, reuse, like, uh, like Dima's hair for, like, the, the school building? No, Pretty I sure. didn't notice that. Because, <laughs> like, can, can, this is another, another uh, comedy goal from Caleb, who's like, it looks like Dima's hair. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Roasted. <laughs> Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> you burned. Which <laughs> looks like uh, those orange rolls that you get out of like a Pillsbury. Those orange crescent, uh, not the crescent rolls, but the orange cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. That's what her hair oh, looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I like Dima. She's sassy. You know, she's I voiced, do like sass. Do you know she's no. voiced by Selena Gomez? What? No. No. Selena and Gomez. I was right. Oh, different Selena different. Gomez? Oh. Yeah. Are we sure uh, it's a different? Yeah, I just checked. It's different. Can okay. we discuss the names for a second? Yes, we can. Molly, Gil, Gobi, Dima, Una, Nani, Mr. Grouper, Little Fish, and Bubble Puppy. Also, Clam, who is a clam, and Mr. Grumpfish. Oh, that's actually, that's another issue. Yeah, where it's like some have actual people names and some are just like, this is what you are. Well, Mr. Grumpfish turns it all around. He's still called Grumpfish. That's a bummer. But he is a Grumpfish. Always, right? But like but like Clam has a cousin named Sam, right? So like <laughs> what's what's going on? There's guys? also Wait, no, Scuba Clam, Lobster. His name's Clem. <laughs> oh really? Clem. Clem the Clam. Oh he's just, the Wikipedia just says Clam. I'm yeah, sure it's Clam. I wish it was Clem. Clem's oh. better. I, I maybe I misheard that. I thought it was Clem. There's also Bubble Kitty shows up later. What? I, uh, Mia is Molly's baby sister. Styly is a world famous pop star. Interesting. Um, so yeah, so I, I feel bad about the crumb fish. I feel like, cause then it just changes from like, that's your name and that's what you are. And then it switches to being like Slim Charles when he's a big guy. It's like, <laughs> you, you made an ironic name. Mr. Grumpfish is so happy. Oh, also, uh, apparently Ozzy Osbourne guest starred as Sid Fishy. That's kind of good. <laughs> anyway, so what was your comment about the name, Tyler? I just oh, just uh, uh, I've heard a lot of interesting names, uh, but are, does anyone know anyone, uh, with the exception of Molly, that has uh, these names? I guess Gil isn't, is short. Isn't Gilbert. Una uh, like a, a fish thing? Isn't Una um, uh, what am I trying to think? The like it's the is it fish part. I want to say it's like puffer fish, but when you eat it, it's like the pork to pig of puffer fish or of some. Are you thinking of Udi? Oh, I could be thinking I think of Udi. It's an Irish name. Oh, okay. It's an Irish name. Never mind. Is she Irish? Purple hair, pigtails? Classic no, Irish? No, Una's one of the dis- the, unim- the yeah, indeterminate. Yeah, yeah. They, they use colors to make them so they can be either. Co- so Una could represent. So I think a lot about, about which kid I would be forced to be because I was always <laughs> supposed to be the Yellow Ranger. Sure. Um, 
and like Jasmine, which was fine because she was the best. Yeah. Um, but I would be Una, but Una would also work for a Latina girl or an indigenous or. Yeah, I thought Una might be like a Hawaiian name or something. That was my guess, but yeah, looks like. So wait, so you think you would be Una? Is that what you're saying? I would. I would. If I had to be anybody on the show, yeah, it would be Una. I wouldn't be Molly. They wouldn't let me be Molly, probably, and they definitely wouldn't let me be Dima. I feel like I would be Gil because everyone hates Gil. Are you kidding? You would totally be Nani. What are you talking about? Oh, Gil's the uh, guy. I, yeah, he's the nerd. Blue or the Grubfish. I might be Mr. Yeah. Grubfish. I like that. I'll take that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Ty, are you anybody here? Bubble Puppy. You're Bubble Puppy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know if I I would probably be a Gil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a silly personality. I Okay, wait. Here's the thing about Bubble Puppy, too. The punchline of the episode where they get Bubble Puppy, the whole episode is around whether or not they adopt this dog. They adopt the dog without their parents' permission. And they, they're like, what, what are you going to name it? And then they decide Bubble Puppy. And that's like the fourth episode in, and they've been saying his name in the intro since episode yeah, one. I wonder if it was like the execs like got in and was like, "Hey guys, like you uh, normally, right? We'd like want to like start with Bubble Puppy, but it's like you know what, Bubble Puppy, that episode's boring. Let's bury it. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the oh, pilot, that... but now it's episode yeah, exactly. three. Exactly. That's probably it. Also, yeah, it's possible. Execs. It's also possible that um, that's how they decided on the name is they had they just remembered the song. <laughs> it's very catchy. <laughs> It is. Yeah. <laughs> Fun thing about the song. Okay, the intro song, uh, which is just them saying bubble guppies and various syllables therein over and over again. Um, we, I was like, I don't know what the show is about. Right after you told, you guys both picked this, so I googled, and the first video that shows up is a YouTube video of the theme song. So I clicked it to watch the theme song, and that video, the first video video on YouTube for this show, is a ten hour loop. Of the theme song. Wow. Be too long. <laughs> so I guess my question was, is there a legitimate parental reason why this is necessary? Uh, I hope it's sleep. <laughs> yeah, like, is this a babysitter? Is you just put Bubble Guppy's intro 10 hours on, and then they just like it for... What like, I feel like you count for at? a kid. Uh, that's a good question. 3.4 million. Oof. <laughs> wow. That's what? Frightening if it means what I think it means. What? Bubble guppy zombies. That was a good question. How is it three and a half million views? And oh, you found it. Some... People are just really in the tantric bubble guppies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't think of a better road trip uh, <laughs> you just playlist throw right there. Bubble guppies on. I mean, I do know kids like songs over and over again a lot. Oh, it looked, yeah. oh, apparently there was some sort of joke where some programmers included this as like a instead of a, a rickroll. That's a pretty good rickroll. Um, you, you just got bubble guppied. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound pretty bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so let's do. Uh, oh, where am I? Sorry, I just hit a wrong button and closed everything except the song. Must be it too. <laughs> It's pretty good, but the best part is when Bubble Puppy shows up because it's a surprise. Yeah, well, it's because it, it keeps the beat. It keeps, but it's like a nice twist. It's great. Um. Also, why does this whole show look like a Wii game? Uh. 
looks it's cheap. The, the art looks yeah, like character design or what are you talking about? The character design and the trees and every like everything just looks like a a Nintendo game to me. Well, so this is the what the season we saw was pretty old, like relatively speaking. So like we would have been like cutting edge, I think, at the time. Sure. This yeah. is still like S D at the time, right? Yeah, so it's twenty eleven. Okay. But uh but also just like in a stylistic decision, not just um yeah, we hadn't even come out yet. We came it came out in twenty twelve. Look at that. It's ahead of the, the Wii? Oh no, that's the Wii U delay. Wait, Wii U. I took the wrong thing, sorry. Oh yeah. I got yeah. confused. Okay, you guys are smart. Enough. Don't listen to me. Uh, yeah, just two thousand six. Cheap, just cheap, just cheap to like. Well, not a, lot a lot of, of stuff. Textures. That was. I actually like the the look of it, even though it, like it's cheap in the right way, which a lot of things don't do very well. Like I, I hate the look of Daniel Tiger. It, it makes me, it makes me so angry. Uh, the weird like cutouts and yeah, right. But I enjoy this one. What's a what are the, what are good and bad looks of shows? Uh, anything. You guys' uh, kids watch Charlie and Lola? No, what's that? Is that a thing I should watch? Uh, they might not be making new episodes anymore, but it was based on a children's book, and it's really beautiful because they use a lot of like uh, oh, textiles yeah. that they cut and paste, so it's like very visually mm-hmm. stands out. But it's a brother and sister duo, Charlie. Yeah, and it looks cute. It looks kind of that's kind of like uh, so another one that was on uh, the Caleb list. I can if I can tease it was uh, Pinky Dinky Do, and that is also like kinda has this like hand drawn like texture and like. Uh, background style like it kind of feels like like cut out and stuff yeah uh, like a book. Like yeah oh uh, yeah kate and mim mim which uh i don't love but caleb really loves the mim mim character and so that's his like stuffed animal is mim mim so like oh it's just a but, purple bunny yeah but it's like oh, that it's man just, wouldn't that the joke would be on me if that was kate see i'm always judging yeah no it's mim mim you're right that's uh but, uh, there's but just yeah, a no. little human girl sitting on a giant pink bunny with uh, steampunk glasses. So it would have been really funny if that was the other way. When you make Kate Mimim, you can flip it. It'll be a big, great twist. Well, I have this great new show called Mate and Kim Kim. <laughs> uh, I feel like the joke might be a little bit lost in that neither of those are really names. Right. I know. Okay. My show, I guess maybe they are. My, my show is about, it's called Larry and Monster. Okay. Oh yes, because it's like Frankenstein, right? The, the twist is the monster's the child. Okay, great, Katie. Can you add on to this pitch? Uh, I'm, I'm good, ready to buy. <laughs> well, the the if the child is the monster, okay. right? Then we all it's 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 deeper than you know, right? Because we all have a child within each of us, as we do a monster. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so it's really about the self examination of our true nature. And yes. um, what we keep suppressed in order to conform to society's expectations. And uh, it's, also it's, putting on your shoes. It's deep. Yes. It's it's insightful. Ty, what's like a product tie and I could put in this? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I, I start I started I started looking up all these uh, shows you're talking about that I never heard of. Yeah. Uh, I I watched a little Daniel Tiger. Wait, so uh, so when you are you looking because you you need new shows or are you all full up on shows for the kids like are you always looking for new stuff uh i mean you know parents always go oh this is a great show for kids and you know you should watch that but uh i mean we try to you know limit screen time and all that stuff um so oh. i mean well, what we is your screen of, time limited to uh, uh 
well, Henry's a little older now. He's he's four. Uh, but you know, like when he was really young, we were, we just uh, we didn't really do very much like screen time at all. Like you know, no iPads, no TV, that kind of stuff. Just you know, we try to do more reading books and stuff like that now. But and, like uh, a, he can look at a phone with pictures of himself on it, right? Uh, yeah. In my experience, uh, kids it, really like that. Yeah. yeah. As he got cool. older, we started you know exposing him to more of that. Stuff and Bubble Guppies, like I said, is like that's really early. That's like yeah. maybe when he was two, started watching that. Uh, that was probably the first show actually that he he watched regularly. He started watching other shows like you know Mosh and Bear, Daniel. T- Some of the shows like you know you you watch a couple episodes and the kids are like, eh, this is garbage." And I'm like, "You're right, it is garbage." Oh, nice. Uh, he didn't he didn't say that, but they're just not into it. You know, it doesn't like strike a chord with them, but. Uh, I don't know. He likes the show Dino Trucks, which is it's uh, yeah. it's a it's a DreamWorks show. It's really well done, um, but it's not wait, really. Wait, no, sorry, Dino Trucks or Dino Trains? Because I think I was thinking Dino Trains. Oh, Dinosaur Train, we watched as well. Anything dinosaurs, he's all about. Uh, but that show, also. Dino, Dino Truck, Trucks with an X. Yeah. Oh, oh that's it different. Awesome. Uh, it's uh, it's not very necessarily educational. It's sort of like an adventure show, teamwork, that kind of thing they talk about. But I mean, it, it looks like it's just uh, Transformers, but different. They're they're construction truck dinosaurs. So there's like a <laughs> like a like a brontosaurus that's uh, or so, rather an apatosaurus that's uh, uh, that's like a crane, uh, and there's like a uh, ankylosaur that's a uh, dump truck and uh, the T-Rex tie trucks there. The, yeah. It's, it's very clever. There's so a... it looks like just from looking at the poster and from hearing you describe it, it seems like the pitch of this show was, you know what boys like dinosaurs and trucks. And they were like, you're it's old. And then that's it. That feels like the whole of this idea is boys like dinosaurs and construction trucks. Right? Like, uh, it just feels you like were... you're just smashing two things together that kids like, and that's it. Is that yeah, a bad idea? That's children's entertainment. <laughs> in a nutshell. All right. So what are let's start smashing. Um, yeah. But he also really likes Peppa Pig, which is a, a cute little British show. Oh. Do you, do you know yeah. Peppa, Peppa Pig? We've got to do Peppa Pig also, yeah. Oh, um, it's, it's fun when you see sort of like the vernacular wearing off, like... Uh, every now and then, Henry will say something like, uh, it's quite sunny today. Like, oh, that's that's, that's Peppa Pig. Or he'll say, just like words like, but instead so, of saying, like, Daddy, can you fix this? He'll be like, Daddy, can you mend this? That's uh, cute. Uh, and that, that's but, the Peppa Pig influence. And when he's like, Daddy, can you smash this with your teeth? You're like, oh, that's the dino trucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Alex, you want that smash? Do you want it like the, the putting two things together to, to make the perfect kid show? Yeah. Uh, what are two things Caleb likes? Let's make a show out of it. So I was going to say soccer and being defiant. <laughs> uh, all right. Soccer rebels. Soccer rebels. Yeah, soccer yeah. rebels. <laughs> I'm into that. Tyler, what's two things Henry likes that are not already a TV show? I scream. You scream. We all scream for scream cream. Ice cream that makes you scream. <laughs> he likes. So he likes ice cream and tantrums. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, I'm joking. He does. Yeah, actually, he doesn't really. He'd rather have a popsicle than ice cream. But what? All uh, right, Caleb will take his ice cream. Uh, okay. Uh, what is two things that he likes that aren't? It's uh, trains popsicles? made of macaroni and cheese. Yeah, ma- 
Uh, noodle train would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> he loves noodles and Parmesan. Um, but do, no, oh, seriously, you you're, you hit, ice cream uh, dump truck. What Caleb would also go for. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're just driving trucks yeah. full of ice cream to get them to the ice cream shop and unload them. Dino dump trucks made of ice cream. Dino trucks is pretty much it though. It was like he he's crazy about dinosaurs, construction trucks. You know what's crazy? Like they <laughs> Well, you know, it's like you try to um I read this article about the the futility of gender gender neutral parenting and it's it's there's certainly things that you can do uh to steer your kids towards things like, you know, uh, we got Henry a baby doll. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of uh, dinosaurs and construction vehicles uh, for Clara to play with. Um, But, you know, your kids will sort of inevitably gravitate towards certain things. I mean, maybe I'm totally naive and I'm subconsciously making horrible parental choices and pushing them towards this, that or the other. But um, it's it's interesting. I think it's good that you're trying. Are you is everything green for both of them? Uh, well, there's, there's like, like lots of neutral colors and, uh, and I've had those discussions like Henry came home from school one day and, uh, he didn't want to, uh, he said something about it's a baby stroller. That's a girl's toy. And I said, well, who, you know, who told you that, you know, cause I'm, cause I'll fight I, him. Yeah. Let me, uh, where are you at? Where is he? Yeah. I'll punch him with my man fist. Uh, cause that's, that's how we solve problems, Henry. No, yeah. but, uh, I, well, that's how we know. mend problems. Yeah, mommy will yell and I will punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I I'm at home a lot of times during the day uh, with yeah. him, and you know I said you could you could play daddy. That's you know uh, like so uh, it's like yeah you uh, got to teach him that being a dad's not the worst decision because otherwise it feels bad for you, right? No, it's just interesting though because uh, Clara naturally just went straight towards. I mean, like she will pick up a little juice box and cradle it in her arms like a baby and she'll be like ba- and act like it's a baby and you're she's like it's just the cutest little thing huh. uh we're like all right we need to get her more dolls apparently uh or more juice or, or both juice dolls <laughs> juice dolls juice the dolls. show for girls yeah <laughs> the ones i used to pee except they're filled with juice yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no that's that uh, it's done at once. Yeah. wait this is getting scary oh, can't see what's going yeah. wrong yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, it's a horrible toy. Uh, uh, it's grape showers. Uh, do, you, do you feel that way, Ezra? Have you done any? Uh, uh, I mean, in your experience, do you just have yeah. uh, one, one kid? Yeah, as far as I know. Um, uh, but but I think I, when you said it's futile, futile to like to raise them like gender neutral, I feel like it's like futile to raise them like period a little bit. Oh, like, there I you just, go. Everyone should just give up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You mean like they're uh, never going to be what you want, or like you should just leave them outside? They'll figure it out. Both. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you leave them outside, they, they turn into like I don't know lumberjacks or or uh, I don't know princesses. So you can't control it, man. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, no, I mean like for for uh, I think he's definitely had some tendencies that I've been like surprised about, where it's like I was like, oh yeah, like we didn't really like teach him about these things, like a like. I don't care about cars, but he does, uh, uh, and like he likes sticks and hitting stuff. But also, uh, with uh, I mean, I like I like it a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, he likes it more. Uh, but but uh, no, he also though uh, I think has like some uh, like more parenting ty- type instincts as well. Like they're coming out where it's like uh, with the uh, with this Mim Mim doll, which is a 
the small version of the uh, the purple bunny. Uh, he's very like cuddly towards him, like he's like it's his baby. He says and like he wants to take care of it and that kind of stuff. So it's like I don't know, maybe it's just uh, it's a uh, give up though. I think that was that was, that was the takeaway <laughs> yeah. that I, I got. No, I wasn't, and I'm not even saying not to try to do that because I think it's important to to uh, you know let the kids know like these you know you can play with yeah. whatever toys you want, you can wear whatever clothes you want whatever colors like there's no like those types of things i'm just saying that it's not even i don't even think it's necessarily about gender i guess i'm it's more about personality you, their their personality comes out so early and it's so them uh that you could you could try to steer him towards trucks or dinosaurs but their personality is going to make like maybe he's going to be more into coloring and painting and artwork and maybe uh he's going to be more into you know it, i mean i think the best yeah. you could do as a parent is Try to give your kids uh, exposure to like, you know, this different show, this different music, these different foods, this different stuff, and and then hopefully they uh, don't have shitty taste. I assume yeah. that you are um, that there's a lot of subconscious signaling that you do, but I also wonder, as an experiment, could you force him to like something? What uh, like could we decide Henry has to be into fire trucks if he wasn't? Like, could we do that? Uh, you know, if I just started buying him lots of fire trucks and told him how cool fire trucks were, he would probably, uh, yeah, I mean, I, he, they're, they're, like if we, if we, if we, shot. if we made him like, yeah, if you just forced him to watch defiant soccer and, uh, juice <laughs> dolls would, or popsicle dolls, which was a juice dolls, juice dolls. Uh, do you think like if we were forced each, like, if we force each of your kids to watch one of those, would they both be into it? Or if like, and if we switch, would it be, I don't know. Like, could we, do you think there's some natural tendency there or could we force it? I'm pretty sure you can like with the right storytelling, you can do it. Yeah. What? And also it's sometimes the function of like, uh, you know, if he's like, I want to, you know, I want to watch a show and you're like, all right, it's bubble guppies or nothing. Then he'll be like, all right, I'll watch bubble guppies. <laughs> yeah, right, you know? bubble guppies. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Any, any show in a storm. Uh, I just want to get yeah. a couple more votes in here from uh, audience members about what shows they've been watching and that likes likes and dislikes. And in general, the it felt like the tide was against Bubble Guppies, which I'm a little surprised. But uh, Elisa said, uh, "Thank goodness my kids are too old for that stuff now. I'd take hours of Minecraft talk over Bubble Guppies any day." Oh, is that what's next for me? Yes, I mean a hundred percent. Yes, you you guys are both. Get ready for poop emojis, fidget spinners, and Minecraft. It's just going to be your whole life. I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say fidget spinners are not going to stand the test of time. That's probably pretty true. sure. But Minecraft has been around, like, seems like it's sticking around. Henry has just discovered Ninja Turtles, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, buddy, because I was all about that as a kid, and it's just gotten recycled and sort of rebooted and all that. Uh, but it was fun to watch his mind be blown when he just discovered this new thing, and then was. Uh, he was like, how do you know everything <laughs> about this thing that I'm just discovering? And I'm like, you have no idea. I've been around for a while, Henry. Like, That's a cool thing, yeah. <laughs> I didn't just get here. Uh, has anybody... So Daniel, uh, my two-year-old loves Sarah and Duck. Um, uh, nope. Big twist. Oh. The duck is the... Duck is the person. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> and uh, no, I don't think so. And uh, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which big surprise, the house is also a mouse. I don't know. This joke's over. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sir, <laughs> there was an attempt. Uh, Sarah and the Duck is the absolute best. So delightful it hurts. 
Clubhouse has animations so aggressively cheap that I can't stand it, particularly because, you know, we all know Disney has the money. Um, plus, the, the theme song uses a same word rhyme, which is unforgivable. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do hate that. Have you ever watched Masha and the Bear? I've heard of it a lot. Man, it does oh, feel like there's Netflix a formula really here. It. Well, it's it's a it's a little girl and a and a bear. Sure. Uh, the twist is that the uh, the bear is actually uh, named Dog. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, uh, twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's cute. It's Russian. Yes, uh, Russian show. Hence and there's Russia. a very, very different feel to it. And the first couple of times I watched uh, some episodes with Henry, I was like, well, this is different. And then I sort of caught on. I'm like, oh, this is not this is not American. <laughs> so there's a little bit different uh, values and stuff in the Russian Ooh. programming. Yeah, uh, Soviet. It, yeah some, it's hard, sometimes it's hard, subtle. It's hard to tell. Um, but that show, for some reason, really wanted Donald Trump to be president the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just snuck up on me, but there it was. If you've ever looked up, um, so you know how Disney made a version of A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh and they took a bunch of the stories and they made it into their version. Yeah. There's like a Russian version as well. Um, and that, I haven't seen a translation for it. But if you look it up on YouTube, like not only is the animation style completely different, but they just represent scenes completely differently. Um, so you can find like parallel scenes from like when Pooh gets stuck at Rabbit's house because he eats too much honey. And he's stuck in the door, yeah. and it just goes totally different. Rabbit isn't such like a stingy, miserly, like miserable character oh, in the Russian version. Oh, I'm so interested uh, in this. Yeah, so it's interesting to see how they interpre- interpret it and their cultural influences really manifest in very different ways. Yeah, I'm gonna. When he, I'm when he has to, to wait later. in line to get his honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to our Russian listeners. It's just the one things that we each know. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot. Borscht? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, Borscht, the election, and lines. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Treasure on Facebook said Horseland. You guys familiar with Horseland, which is streaming on Netflix? I is like the... horses. I don't love land. I don't know a lot of kids who are really into land. I don't know if there's a lot of, like, barons. As... Well, I guess barons. Land lovers? Yeah, Horseland. Oh, man, I do not look at the look of this. Here's another thought, is that... Children's programming, I think a lot of it, it's, it seems like they just crank, there's people just cranking out these shows because they maybe think it's easy, it's simple, we'll, you know, we'll talk about colors and numbers, and, and if it catches on and it's the next big thing, we'll be bazillionaires. Wait, just and that's what toys. Yeah, and sometimes that's, I mean, like, you've been talking, like, sometimes the animation is just so bad and the, the, the voiceovers, the dialogue, it's so unwatchable. Uh, it looks like you're like they're just throwing stuff together, grasping yeah. straws, kind of. Well, so bo- a couple people mentioned as the worst thing they've ever seen, Kalu, Kailu. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, people hate that. Kailu. Yeah, it's not. I, I've 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 been warned to not let Caleb try that. It's like, <laughs> the, like not even once. All right. Well, if you guys want to uh, join the conversation, tell us on Facebook or Twitter or by email or wherever what shows your kids are watching. What's the worst show? I'm curious as to what the worst kids show is and if we can find some sort of um, agreement on on that from a bunch of people. I'm super curious. And and whatever it is, I'll watch it. Maybe not even for an episode. I'll just check it out because I'm curious. Um, so do all that at facebook.com slash readandweep or on Twitter at read underscore weep. Um, we got to get, get going, you guys, but let's do one more compliment before we get out to make it fair. So we're going to go in reverse order. Which means, Katie, you're up first. What is your last nice thing you're going to say about bubble guppies? Um, 
It's all about Mr. Grouper. Mr. Grouper. If you don't know, groupers are like hideous, ugly fish. Guys, uh, hanging with Mr. Grouper? <laughs> That's pretty solid of a spinoff. Man, yeah, he does not look like a grouper. Jesus No, not Christ. at all. Also, his voice is a familiar... Uh, he's. If you guys ever watched Pepper Ann back in like 2000, he's Uncle Jojo. And also, he was uh, the Uncle Bobby's World, which is oh, also cool. another... He also yeah, wrote so. there we go. Bobby's world. <laughs> I knew that voice and I couldn't place it. Um, uh, thank you. He was on Darkwing yeah. Duck. Um, mm-hmm. He was the pig on Nickelodeon's Barnyard. He also wrote two episodes of Police Squad. Wow. wow. That's crazy. Good for him. I thought that show was very funny. Oh, yeah, he's a guest that's... star on Night Court. This guy's had a good little career. Nice job, Tino. Oh, Tino just passed. Well, great job before this. Sorry to hear about this. I mean, not that you're not doing a good job now. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on the afterlife? Don't 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 pull away from it. <laughs> What's going to happen, Alex? What is going to happen when, when we die? Well, I believe in the mummy world, so it means that it's whatever. It's the it's that ancient Egyptian system, and so what happens when you die is a boat. You got to get escorted there. You can buy your way out, but it's not great. I promise. That's what well, Tino. <laughs> that's what Tino's up to right now. Great. Now, now, Ty, is there like a, a product tie-in you can put into that, <laughs> into that as well? Ty was googling again. That was. <laughs> All right. I was uh, trying to. You were, what were you trying? Oh, I was trying to figure out uh, Mr. Grouper's uh, life history. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my minor compliment is for uh, the genius tiny fish who never get anything wrong. We thought they were, you guys thought they were a little creepy, but I, first of all, it's nice to have characters whose only job is to make sure you don't wait forever to find out the right answer. And so what happens is, as we sort of talked around before, but the, you know, Mr. Grouper will be like, what part of a tree do you think a bird lives in? Is it in the branches? And then there'll be a pause, and then the fi- the tiny fish who came come out of nowhere and who have no other job will go yes, and that's it. And I just I you know they're batting a thousand though for the whole series. Like never once they do they get really, a thing wrong. Really smart. Fish. They're pretty easy questions, but still to like the, the focus to never miss one. Yeah, right. What's cute also is that the little fish voices sound like even younger kids than uh, than the bubble guppies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd be like, where does the bird live? And then the little fish will be like, in the top. <laughs> yeah. Guys, now if you had a fish pop up to give you like one specific, like for one specific reason, like what would it be for? Um, mercury poisoning. Oh. So be like, like I have too much mercury. Yeah. <laughs> the, mer- the mercury poisoning epidemic is a little worse than we thought, but not that much worse because we thought it was yeah. about, and we're pretty accurate. Bye. Read up the bioaccumulation. Most white women voted for Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just like some woke fish. Yeah, man. Mr. Grouper, secretly woke. Man, groupers are crazy looking. I do recommend if you're not driving, Google grouper right now and look at this boat full of grouper. That I, or we'll put it on the website Whoa. page. So when you get home. Yeah, we'll, they're not good looking fish. That's, I mean, I'm not one to judge, fi- but I, I, yeah. apparently I'm one to judge. Yeah, I you know, but judge you're judging on a human scale. For a fish, could be hot. Is that a hot fish? Fish, right in. <laughs> Let me know if this doesn't for you. Would you hot bone this? Fish, yeah. Hot or not? Hot. <laughs> my two things adults love. Hot or not and fish. 
and See, fish. I, I think I think Mr. Grumpfish is also a grouper, right? What? Oh, he does look more like this. They look grumpy. Yeah. So we do have a background of like uh like same family members not being the same like temperament, right? With the uh, clam and Sam, like one being like way more of a downer than the other. So they could yeah. they could that could that could be true. Have you guys seen uh, the, the Twitter account that rates dogs? <laughs> the dog anyway it's great it's very funny and they whatever you send them a picture of your dog and then they rate it and every dog gets over 10 because they're all great oh that's sweet every time it's like 13 out of 10 because they're good dogs friends twitter is a great place sometimes you heard it here first (laughs) yeah lots of warm yeah well i've got this great idea you guys for us for a parody account called ezra rates fish on their sexual attractiveness You and they all get him, over 10. <laughs> you said the picture of a fish. Ezra's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge head, um, like the gills, 13 out of 10. Eight boners up. <laughs> um, uh, Tyler, yeah, I if want... you want to combine two things I don't like, that'd be Twitter and, like, people thinking I'm a sexual fish predator. <laughs> so that's a, that's a show I would not watch, I guess. Yeah. I... Uh, Tyler, I need a minor compliment from you on the way out. Um, it's, it's watchable. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've watched a lot, a lot of that show and it just, it, I, it didn't, uh, it didn't get to be like mind numbingly, uh, annoying. That's, that's, does the lunch and the going outside songs, do they continue to be great or do you lose, do they lose you? Man, if you got kids, like I'm telling you for the longest, like every time like it's like get your shoes all right we got to go outside to the outside like you know what I mean? it. it's time for lunch it, yeah it's what uh, and then i try to think of puns uh for what sam henry's lunch oh i love it uh okay no, it's, uh, i'm sorry it's well I, done i got a skirt i gotta pause everybody here for a second um katie just changed the game if you haven't looked at that photo in the chat we're gonna post this on the episode but this is uh, sexy adult bubble guppies fan fiction. This is the opposite of Muppet Babies, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the, the Muppet adulted um, into some hot, hot mer people and a and a and a, and a, a thirteen out of ten full grown, dog, full grown fish yeah. dog. Yeah. Uh, man, this is troubling. Like in a way that the internet always manages to be. Ugh. Like, for example, uh, the... Next uh, season on Netflix. Oh, God. Um, it's like the Archie comics, right? What's the... Okay, so wait, who's the blonde? Oh, so I should watch that. Who's the blonde Dima? Dima. Dima is, like, pushing the nerd boy down. Like, she's what? trying that's to not, That's not my read of this. I think she was, like... I thought he was, like, in his own corner. She was, like, rustling his hair. Like, it's like, hey, well, it's But other cool, five man. guppies are got their arms around each other, and she, he is off, and he's... Did he grow up to be sad? I, I he, mean, still he, doesn't, always... he still hasn't learned to pick up on social cues. That's why his hands are behind his back. But he's he didn't know he is ripped. He learned line. to pick up a lot of stuff. He might not oh, have... Just stick your arms out and you keep your eye on it. And you can pick up anything. <laughs> oh my god, let me try this. <laughs> Katie, it's working. <laughs> it's all working. Everything, everything I can pick up. Uh, let's do... Uh, Ezra, I need you to close this out. What's your minor compliment for Bubba uh, Guppies? Okay. And I'm just uh, going to stare at this picture and be sexually confused for a while. You should not. Wait, wait, I wait. Mean, Katie, what did you Google for this? 
bubble guppies fan art. Oh, you, you just there is a wealth, I will say, of options Alex, here. You, you want to go down that rabbit hole? <laughs> Google, Google <laughs> bubble guppies and then something else that's like an adult word, and what then I see like, what happens. I like that Katie. You just knew to look for it. Oh, it's always there. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, Who, here's them as superheroes. Is them with that ice cream they're crazy about? They're like teenagers. Oh, God, this That's is creepy. Cool. Oh, here's one where she's a cow. What happened sure. to... <laughs> uh, well, while we're on the subject of Donnie, uh, the actor's name is Jet Jurgensmeyer, which is pretty dope. <laughs> Jurgensmeyer. Jet Jurgensmeyer. His first name is Jet. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that that... Okay, that's cool. Uh, that's your whole compliment? I mean, I could go for others. Also, the the guy who voices uh, uh, Bubble Puppy is uh, uh, Frank Welker, who also did Abu in uh, Aladdin. Are you serious? Oh. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Love his work. That is and like, <laughs> and like Fred and, and Scooby, uh, like Fred and Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo, like uh, Megatron, I guess. Also, like just, just everything. Wow, everything not a lot of people. Yeah, every humanoid esque animal. Curious George, apparently, like the TV show. Wow, this guy can do it. He, yeah. Sam's a little helper in The Simpsons. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, that's, too. that's a skill yeah. set. Uh, Dr. Claw? On, uh, wait, on oh, the robot chicken. I wonder if it's real Dr. Claw. I... They were like, we, we need you to voice a dog. And he was like, what kind of dog? I got so many different dog <laughs> dialects. Just I can destroyed do. Like, that it's audition. A mer- it's the a real Dr. Claw. Mer- dog. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm all about it. It's a d- so my normal dog letter. Um, yeah, what a career, man! Good for him. Not good for the the fact that the internet really wants to picture these as adults who are having relationships with each other. Jesus uh, Christ! Ah, oh, they're so muscly but still young. Why is that one happening? But it's non-heteronormative, so it's good. That's true. These are these are very muscular women. It's just the women, but they are like aggressive bodybuilders. I mean, oh, so actually, here's an interesting thing. If they're underweight, would they have to lift even more? Like, like the weight would have to, like, would you even be able to lift weight? Or would it have to do, like, more of, like, a resistance, like, like, like rubber bands and stuff, you know? What are they eating <laughs> to also build that muscle? Are they well, eating well, the, protein like fish? And well, is that weird oh, if they're more people? Yeah. Or are the, they eating kelp? What, where are they getting... I mean, the the first two I think are eating like 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 protein. The other ones like the third one's eating like a I don't know like a like a pro team probably right. The whole like football a full, team like, comes football out of their team. lunchbox. Yeah, and everyone laughs. So. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say something else, but that's the ending point. I wish they had gotten an actual laugh instead of just like a thinker. It got a laugh for me. I liked it. Um, Thank what I was out. gonna say was the other option is that they're not eating; that they are um, baleen. And so they're just inhaling huge <laughs> mouthfuls of ocean and shrimp and then spitting the water back out. Oh, yeah, that's very likely. <laughs> I saw. All right, that's it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that's it for our Bubble Guppies episode. Uh, we'll be back next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about Sarah Palin, the undefeated. Are we really? Yes. So, you guys might not remember this, 
but there was a movie that came out a couple years ago called Sarah Palin the Undefeated, which was an unauthorized biography of Sarah Palin featuring uh, excerpts of her audiobook to make it sound like she was narrating, that she read herself, to make it sound like she was narrating the film, but she did not and would not and wanted nothing to do with it. And we watched this a couple hundred episodes ago, and it is the third most popular revisit vote on our website, and so uh, we are going to do it. The thing that's interesting about Sarah Palin Cole and the Undefeated is not that it's the worst movie. It's that it was created by Sarah Palin's super fan slash stalker, Steve Bannon. It was Steve Bannon? It was Steve Bannon. This was the thing he did before this, is that he made this obsessive fan film about Sarah Palin who did not want anything to do with him. So we made fun of him before I knew before that he was so he much was to cool. make fun of. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we get things right and sometimes I think we get things wrong where we're too mean to somebody and sometimes we let somebody off the hook. And I feel like that's why everyone wants us to revisit this is because it was so painful. It's clear that people just want pain too. No one was like, hey, why don't you watch Cool Dog again? Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Uh, the other, the, so that was third, by the way, and I, I, I do that because the other two highest vote, vote getters are Twilight, obviously. Sure. Which we're gonna do for our episode 400. Seems like the right way to go. And then number two, I guess this is not entirely surprising. Are you ready, Ezra? I have an idea what it would be. What's your guess? Fifty Shades. Wild Animus. Oh. All right. That, I mean, Wild Animus is one of the worst books I've ever read. So yeah, that one's worse. I, uh, I think I don't it know might why be I worse. Was for a second. If you had said Fifty Shades of Grey, I would have said a thousand dollars. But <laughs> Wild Animus, we will probably do for free. And right now, Battlefield Earth is in fourth, so which surprised me a little bit. That's kind of fun. So, uh, Meat Buddies, if you want, still time to vote. You can maybe make that surpassed by something else. But otherwise, I get to watch Battlefield Earth. That'll be pretty great. So, if you want to become a Meat Buddy and vote on this. Not the only thing set in stone is Sarah Palin the Undefeated. So go now, uh, read it at slash meet buddies. Even just a dollar a month, you'll get to vote in the polls, you'll get to influence all of our decisions, lots of other cool stuff. Not really, Alex, any other would, cool stuff. would you accept like one like other thing that's not money per month, like a goat per month, for example? Um, as in like um, an animal, the goat, or like Michael Jordan? Yes, one different greatest of all time person <laughs> per month. I would accept a goat per month. Okay. Presumably, allow uh, I'm allowed to sell it for money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's transferable. I'll trade it for something else because I don't need a goat, let alone okay. many well, goats. Twelve. Uh, before Good we leave, uh, really quick, uh, uh, it's time for a quick, quick corrections department. Um, this is from episode 394. A couple weeks ago, we watched The Mummy. Uh, in which I was the only person on the show to correctly identify that it's a fun movie and you should all see it because it's good. Um, but we also had, that's not the that's not the correction because obviously that is true and just. The correction is uh, we had a conversation about other creatures we wanted to get movies that are non-traditional creatures. Uh, and we talked about a bunch of cryptids and how fun it would be to have a series about cryptids. And Lindsay on Facebook wrote in to say, uh, just finished listening to the episode. I'm sure Lindsay meant to say, and I liked it, but didn't have a chance because she's in a hurry. Um, I have uh, I have to recommend I'm going to say Seanan McGuire's Seanan McGuire's books uh, anyway she has one series Encrypted that's all about Chupacabra and Bigfoot and all kinds of other cryptids and the secret society that hunts them oh why are you hunting them Bigfoot seems nice anyway you you should meet him after a couple drinks <laughs> well, then it's not entirely his fault uh, the main characters are a family of renegades from a secret society who study and protect the cryptids at least as long as they don't kill other people. Okay, I should have just kept reading. 
She also has a, a series that's more of a procedural, where there's a government-type agency that stops incursions from fairy tales into the modern world. Uh, which I assume is not related to the TV show Grimm that just finished. Anyway, uh, so the, the correction was just that we came up with the idea for with two ideas for series that already exist. So we don't have to write them. Good news. Just, so is, is Ice Cream Dump Truck real also? That's uh, only to be found out in a future Corrections episode. Write in your corrections, Facebook, Twitter, or by email podcast at readjustweek.com. Tell us if Ice Cream Dump Truck is already a thing. Or um, my preferred Grape Showers, uh, which is the subtitle of Dolls and Juice. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about it. Uh, thanks for being here at Ezra Fox. Yep. Not on Twitter because he hates it. At Tyler Bow. Hey, thanks for having me Tyler, back. Uh, I look forward to talking to you in another 200 episodes. Here's what I need you to do. And two kids. I need you to build a car one piece at a time from pieces you stole from a factory. Okay. And then when what you get back, we're gonna watch. We're gonna listen to the Johnny Johnny Cash song one piece at a time. Oh wow! Right. Oh, also, can you it. shoot a man in Reno? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need you, I'm gonna need you to murder somebody. Just do for I have the, to, you have to get away do with I have it. To develop a pill habit. Uh, optional. Uh, Bonus. Can you points. find a ring of fire, maybe, <laughs> and then walk a line. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of work for you, but I think you can do it. We'll talk to you in a couple of years. Uh, and at Katie Nuggin, KT Nuggin on Twitter. Thanks for being here, Katie. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great. Always a pleasure. I will see you soon. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.